This is Olympic champion Scott Hamilton. Yes, the real Scott Hamilton. And you're listening to the other Scott Hamilton show where you should be entertained, informed, and maybe even amused. Just don't expect any backflips. I mean, have you seen him skate? Hush not, child. And don't. Welcome back. Yeah, we're we're at that point where the seasons are starting to overlap. Basketball season right around the corner. We're in the sixth week of college football. But next week, we've got media days going on. Uh, Tuesday and Wednesday, ACC tip-off. Men and women are going to be in Charlotte. And on the same days, they're going to have Media Days down in Birmingham for the SEC. And, of course, all the other conferences will sprinkle in their media events over the next week or so. So uh, we're getting that time of year. Time to get rolling. Uh, Looking at the schedule now, get that first round of games. Really, really the the opening week of November. And most of them not the kind of games that are going to really – Set your hair on fire and get you all excited, but more, you know, you see a lot of, of uh, mid-major. I want to say group of five, but they're mid-major in the world of college basketball. You have a lot of mid-majors playing major conference teams. Okay, here's an example. UNC Wilmington of the CAA going to play at North Carolina, opening up at UNC. That's on November 7th. Uh, well, Gonzaga doesn't count. Fairfield at Wake Forest, also November 7th. Uh, just a ton of games on November 7th, the more I look at it. Howard playing at Kentucky on November 7th. Basketball will be here before you know it. I just, I I do wish this, and I've mentioned it before. I wish they would adjust the calendar. Wish they would adjust the calendar and not have it really begin until until January. And I, I I know you get lost in the college football playoff. I know you get lost in the NFL playoffs. But... You got NBA to contend with now, and it's starting. You got the World Series and all that still going on, leaks into November. You got college football, the middle of it. NFL, of course. I just, I just wish they would massage the schedule just a little bit, just a little bit. And it seems like just the other day, we were talking about a, back, a, a coaching change in South Carolina and Columbia. Incredibly, it has been 197 days. Since our guest was announced as the men's basketball coach, University of South Carolina, Lamont Paris, welcome back. How you doing? Oh wow, it's been that long, huh? You, you, that's, that's that sounds that sounds like a crazy number. Um, but uh, I'm doing great. I appreciate you having me on today. So you you impressed Lamont that I, I actually I took the time and I counted the days this morning since you were announced. One by one, I am impressed. That's that's impressive. That's impressive diligence. I'll give you that. Speaking speaking of impressive, I, I'm going to give you props because the last time we spoke, you had just started your Twitter account. You had just stepped yes. your foot into social media. You had let you got a thousand yes. followers quick now, but now you're at sixteen thousand. Yeah. Here's the thing, Lamont, and I'm giving you a high five over the airwaves right now. You only follow three people, but it's very savvy. The official Gamecocks yeah. men's basketball account, the mayor of Columbia, and well. I guess you could say the the overlord of everything, Don Staley. Good job, man. Smart. Yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna. I mean, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. I, I'm not breaking any records. That's for sure. With my with my overall activity, 
but you gotta, you have to crawl before you walk. Um, so, but, uh, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm out there some, um, we continue to get more and more active with it. Uh, now as we get into games, uh, who knows what that'll look like. You, you, you may not hear too much from me, uh, during the season, but, um, but, uh, but yeah, so that was, a. That was I'm I'm broadening my horizons in a lot of different ways, and so that was one of them. This is a newfangled version of me, maybe. Newfangled version. Well, that kind of brings me to my first real question for you. Uh, we say it's 197 days. That's a little more than six months. Other than getting your mail somewhere else, how how are you different now? Um, you know, a lot of ways, and some of it. Most of it doesn't really necessarily have to do with the change in job or the change in level. Some of it does, but most of it has to do with the change in student athlete that I'm recruiting and dealing with um, and working with. I don't want to say dealing with. It sounds there's some negative connotations associated with that with that terminology, but that I'm working with, and so. Um, just uh, and some of it's been happening over the over the last full year, even, um, and and uh, it's it's continuing. But uh, yeah, just a lot of things in terms of 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 how I teach. I've always been into teaching. Um, you can either recruit guys that are ready made, or you got to recruit some guys that really want to be there that know uh, that have some good skill and teach them how to play. Teach them how to play together teaching what's the most important things in terms of winning. And so I teach. And so just the way that the messaging comes across, and that's constantly changing. I think if you asked any any teacher in high school right now, they'd probably tell you it's drastically different than even three years ago. So um, a lot of different things that way. But uh, Columbia has been really good. Um, the people here have been great. The fans are really good. They're, they, they care a lot, and that's always a good characteristic of of uh, fans, which is, you know, short for fanatics. You, you talk about teaching. I find that interesting because all the great coaches, they've they've insisted they've been all about teaching. And I, and I believe you when you say it, but is it a good thing or a bad thing, or maybe it's somewhere in the middle, that you're having to change the way you teach? Is it frustrating? Has it been frustrating for you? What's that experience like? Uh, you know, I'll tell you, it's, it's, uh, you, you get to this point and people always talk about being a lifelong learner. Certainly I want to do that, but you get to a certain point in your life and there's just not as much learning going on. Just naturally you get set in your ways. And so, um, that's what it is. So it's, a, it's, it's been a lot of learning that way in terms of pushing buttons and which buttons work and the same button that worked two years ago may not work on some of these guys. It doesn't resonate with them. They're not familiar with this concept. Um, uh, so, um, you know, I think it's, there's some, some level of, of frustration in there just in, in terms of what you've, you've, I've done this for a long time and certain, certain buttons are your go-to button. I mean, they work with any kid, no matter where he's from, no matter where, what position he plays, no matter, you know, and some of those buttons don't work the same way and so you have to be in constant um uh you have to be flexible you have to be flexible that's for sure and so i mean i wouldn't say it's necessarily frustration but just uh you you got to learn you have to learn these kids you have to learn what they respond to um you have to learn how to how to get your message across to them in a way that they're going to do some things 
that you value and they don't value as much in terms of winning. Flexible is a good word, and, and I'll give you another good word because it seems to me that you're evolving, the team is evolving, and your players are evolving. Everything is still coming together as the way you envision it, or I guess the way you pitched it, perhaps, when you went in for the interview for this job. Uh, yeah, yeah, things are coming together. You know, I have a distinct uh, vision of what our team will look like one day in terms of how we play stylistically, what the, 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 what we'll be able to get out of specific positions in terms of their skill sets. Um, that, that's one vision. But then I think even before that vision comes to fruition, I think the most important vision is what our DNA is going to be about in terms of uh, playing physical, being a defensive uh, a team that people just don't like to play against defensively. Uh, again, I always say that I think people think, oh, he's interested in defense, which means, ah, there goes the offense. I love offense like any other. I'm just like, I wish I could have got more shots when I played in college, right? I love offense, but, um, you know, I just don't think there's enough offense in the world to overcome bad defense. I just don't believe that at all um, at my core. So we're still trying to establish that. Um, we're going to be tough-minded people. We're going to be extremely competitive guys. Um, that's who I am and that's what my teams are going to be about. And, and we had a lot of success, success in achieving that in my time at, uh, Chattanooga. And it's just, uh, you know, it takes some time to change people's values. People, some guys don't value that as much. And so you think about changing your values or changing the values of your children. It's, I mean, it's not a process where I just explain something to you and it makes sense to you. So you change that immediately. That's not how it works. I wish it was. Um, but so I think that's everyday commitment to these and very important things. And then we can start talking about what we look like from a basketball and X's and O's standpoint. Just a few more minutes with Lamont Paris, basketball coach, South Carolina. Follow him on Twitter at Coach L. Paris. Well, Lamont, let me, let me ask you this. What are your expectations for year one, and how do your expectations differ from what the fans should expect? What should, what should the South Carolina fan base expect this year? Yeah, so I'll, I'll address mine first. My, mine will be that we continue to grow. Uh, I really hope that the team, the product that we put out there uh, uh, on November 8th is not the same product that, that we play in March. Um, I, it's a success if we continue to grow. We have some, we have a growth mindset as a team right now. That's good, um, and so that's my expectation. The rest will fall into place. I, I honestly believe that. We do some good basketball things. I didn't invent the game. I don't know if you knew that. I didn't invent it, but I do value some things that are very important to in terms of winning uh, and losing games. So uh, I, I think that's that. From the fans, uh, you know, I encourage. I want the fans to be fans, right? They're going to be unrealistic in some ways. That's part of being a fan. I, 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 that means you're passionate. Okay. So I don't begrudge that at all. I want some of that. Um, but I want them to grow with us. I want our fans to grow with us. I want them to dive in right now, right? We're just getting started. I want them to dive in and they're on and hold on for a good ride. And, uh, I want them to grow with us and, and we're going to have a lot of the same guys over the years and years and years. And I want you to I want them to grow with us and to say, wow, I can't believe that guy when he came in as a freshman, what I thought about him, and then look what he's doing today, a year later or two years later, right? And so 
I want them to feel like they were a part of it and not to feel like they were a part of it. I want them to be a part of our growth and a part of our journey. So um, I want them to be there. Uh, I want them to be fanatic. I want them to be a little maniacal. Um, and But their expectation is that we're going to play hard, be extremely competitive, and continue to get better. And Lamont, just a couple more questions, please. Uh, a lot of guys gone from last year's team. You hit the portal, restocked with a couple guys from the Big Ten, a guy from the Citadel. I'm, I'm wondering this. What's your pitch to these guys that you pull from the transfer portal, and how is it different from what you say to kids when you're sitting in their living rooms, kids that are in high school? Yeah, it's, de- it's definitely different. You know, I think just when you – you're when you you're an advanced stage in your in your career. You've had some successes, you've had some frustrations, some failures. So I think at, 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 as when you're recruiting transfers, I think you have to address those. I think your opportunity has to align with what they their your vision and your opportunity has to align with what they want. There's no feeling it out and seeing how it goes, which with, with some high school guys it is that. Hey, here's how we play. Here's my here's our opportunity at your position, right? You may or may not be ready physically yet. We'll see if you're, if you are, you play immediately. If you're not, it might take a little time. Okay. But I think it's about stylistically relationship with high school guys, that kind of thing. With some of these guys, uh, the transfers, it's about, can you, what, what's it going to look like tomorrow on day one? What do you foresee my role on day one? Um, and so that's the pitch is, 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 uh, not just playing time, but oftentimes it's role definition. Look at a guy like Nietzsche Johnson for us. He played 18, 19, 20 minutes a game on a really good Ohio State team, but it's about the role. It's, it's, it's maybe it's about the role that he's going to play. And that's the same with a bunch of different guys. I think that's the difference in the pitch with, with high school guys versus, uh, versus these transfers. And Lamont, my last point, we've got to talk about it. We've got to talk about it. You got G.G. Jackson, and this is a kid who's been in the spotlight yeah. for some time. And Well, he's a kid who could be there for one year. He could be there for four years. We don't know really what the ceiling is for him yet. But, but I'm wondering this. Mm-hmm. Is there pressure on you, a pressure on you to make sure he develops as expected and, and to leverage him as long as you have him in a South Carolina uniform, whether it be one year or four years? Yeah, you know, I don't think there's pressure on me, but that's what my commitment has been. And they know that, that my commitment, uh, as well as a bunch of these things, but we're talking about Gigi, my commitment is to do a couple things. One, help him grow. Two, uh, put him in an environment where he can feel, be comfortable being who he is, uh, to give him as much opportunity as he can possibly stand and mitigate the responsibility as much as it, and give him as much of that as he can, that he's ready for. And so, um, so I, I wouldn't say it's pressure at all. Um, he's a joy to work with. I really like the young man. He's talented. Uh, again, whether that ends up being for a year or for four years or whatever that looks like, uh, my job is to help him get as good as he can, to be as good of a teammate as he can, to help him to grow and develop as a person. I think that's a big part of this whole diff- deal as well. Um, but from a basketball standpoint, to, to help him be in, he's a, he's a talented guy. I want him to be aggressive. He's going to have to fail forward. That's for sure. Um, you know, guys don't go right into the college game and they don't make any mistakes. He's going to know that he can make mistakes and he's going to know which mistakes that are decisions that he should stay away from. But some of the mistakes that are physical mistakes are going to have to be made. And then you grow from those things and get better. But, um, that's my, that's my mission with him. He's an extremely talented young man. Um, I try to help him not get drafted, you know, when you talk about this, you know, 20 years ago you were never talking about this out loud, but 
my, my goal is not to get him drafted, right, when it comes time to my individual goals with him. It's not to get him drafted. It's to help him become an NBA player, to have an NBA career. There's a distinct difference in those two things, a big-time difference. Plenty of guys get drafted, and they find themselves in an unemployment line three years later. That happens, right? My, my, my objective and responsibility is to help him have an NBA career and, and, and the things that I will help teach him and have him do in the positions and responsibilities will all lead towards that. Fantastic answer, Lamont. But do you have a fantastic answer yeah. for this final question? Media days next right. week. Media days next week. Yeah. Are, are, should yep. I be waiting yep. on a video? Are we going to see you as soldier boy like Shane Beamer? Is he, is he helping you out? I mean, are you, are you going to let us down? I don't know if I've got a, a, as much swag as as uh, Coach Beamer. Like his swag is is it's an unlimited resource uh, resource of swag that he's got, and so um, I'm trying to step my swag up. And yeah, I don't know if I'll be doing Soldier Boy. You know, it's funny. Bo Ryan actually did Soldier Boy a long time ago no when it first came out. Yeah, yeah. Look that up. You don't see if it's see if there's any footage out there on YouTube. Um, maybe I'll link that to my. I'll post that on my Twitter account, maybe. Um, but anyway, I don't know if it'll be that, but we'll, we'll come up with something. We'll come up with something. He's Lamont Paris, men's basketball coach, South Carolina. Follow him on Twitter at Coach L Paris. Lamont, been a blast, man. Get to practice. Yeah, thanks for having me. Appreciate it. Anytime. Look forward to spending some more time with you. All right. Thank you. Take care. Appreciate it. It's Lamont Paris. Shane Bieber did set the bar. He really did. He rolls in, and, and Stoops could belittle it and all that all he wants. But the fact that we are still talking about it right now on the sixth day of October, months after that video was released, tells you how much it resonated. And, and I do wonder, though, what do, the, what do his peers in the South Carolina Athletic Department, what did they think of that? There's a lot of creativity around the football program. We had the full house video. We've had a whole bunch of other stuff here and there. Are they going to expand that now to basketball, both men's and, of course, the National Championship women's team? I bet they do. I bet they do. Let's put that on the prediction table. Video of Lamont Paris rolling into media day next week. The Scott Hamilton Show on Thursday.